0: Please take your Bibles, if you would, turn to Romans chapter 4. Romans chapter 4, we're going to begin reading in verse number 1, just to kind of pick up where we had left off yesterday. The Bible says, What shall we say then, as Abraham our father, or that Abraham our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found? For if Abraham were justified by works, he hath whereof to glory, but not before God. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted unto him for righteousness. Now we said a few things yesterday that I want you to take away if you didn't get anything else. Number one, justification before God, or that is being made just as if we've never sinned, and then getting the righteousness of God imputed to our account, is never going to be by works. There's a whole host, in fact, the majority of the world, religious world. The way they are attempting to make it to heaven is by works. It's by what they do in one form or another. It's by how much money they give, maybe. By how many good works they do. By how faithful they are to church. By how much they pray. By uh, making certain pilgrimages, And once they kind of do the set set amount or whatever that they're supposed to do, then they'll be able to be supposedly as if all their sins have been washed away. And they're all trying to establish their own righteousness before God so that they one day can have a chance at standing before God. Only there's one problem. You can go about to establish your own righteousness as much as you want, just like the Jews did. And the Jews, if anybody was, they would have been the closest to it. They had God's law, as we already have stated before. But that's not enough. That's not the righteousness required for God's heaven. We needed the righteousness of God applied to our account. That righteousness cannot be gotten by works. And Romans chapter 4 is there literally stressing that point. Abraham, the one that the Jews looked at as their father, was not justified by works, but rather by faith. David was not justified by works, but rather by faith. And we find that... Their faith was imputed unto them for righteousness. Now, we come to verse 23 of chapter 4. Now, it was not written for his sake alone, speaking of Abraham, that it was imputed un, uh, imputed to him, but for us also. So it, this was written for us, to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead. Who? Who's the who? Jesus Christ, our Lord. Jesus Christ was delivered for our offenses and raised again for our justification. Here is the gospel again in a nutshell. Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. He had to die in order to pay for the sin. He had to be raised again to prove that he had power To justify us before God. His resurrection is just as important as his death. His blood is just as important as it ever has been. And it's through our faith in his blood, as chapter 3 puts it, that we'll... Let me see if I can find it exactly how it says it again. Um... Verse 24 of chapter 3, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus, whom God hath set forth to be a propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are past. His blood made the payment for our sins. It it, it justified us before God. Now when God sees us, the blood of Christ has covered all of our sins At after that moment of faith. And so we can stand justified before God. But it's because of our belief, our faith in this thing, the gospel. Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. And it must be a soul faith or faith in Christ alone. There's a lot of people trusting in Christ plus works. That is not the way, my friends. There is no way physically possible that we could stand before God and be justified by anything that we do. We had a... Let me just put it this way. Say if when you were born, you had a blank slate, no sin to your account, which we're born with a sin nature, so there is sin on our account. But let's for a moment say that that was not there. And let's say you were handed a blank slate. And let's say for every time that you sin, a mark is put on that slate. A piece of white chalk or whatever, just written onto it. You can do as much good from that point on as you want, but you still have a mark against you. When you stand before God, you'll be judged for those marks against you, not for how... Clean the rest of the slate is to get to heaven, so to speak. That entire slate needed to be perfectly clean, but it's already marked. It doesn't matter how good you live from this point on. If you already have sin on your account, and we all do, then we're still just as guilty before God and just as condemned. We can in no way, shape, or form make it into God's heaven. That's why it was necessary for Christ to, to die the death that he did. Because we were without hope. Christ, knowing we were without hope, was willing to come, to die, to take our sin upon himself. He who knew no sin took your sin, paid the penalty, so that he could offer you hope once again. He rose again, showing he has power to raise that spiritually dead part of you and restore it to God and give you fellowship with God. If you're willing to put your full faith and trust in Christ, here is the result of it. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. When I understand that By faith in Christ, finished work on Calvary. My slate has been wiped clean. I have peace before God. I don't have to live in fear anymore. I don't have to live always wondering, always hoping that maybe one day I'll get to heaven. No, I have peace finally. I don't have to deal with a guilty conscience. It's all been wiped clean. My account's been set straight with God. My friend, do you have that peace today? That peace with God is what the world is striving to find. They search in all kinds of things, knowing something's missing on the inside of them, but they can't ever come to that peace before God. They have no hope, they have no peace, they're miserable. My friend, if you would be willing to turn from your way to go God's, there's peace in God's way. If you're willing to put your faith in the gospel of Jesus Christ and in His finished work on Calvary, in the blood that He shed for you, you can have peace before God. This justification is by faith alone not by the works of the law, not by anything that we can do. It's Christ alone. It's solely by His free grace, being justified freely by His grace. Therefore we conclude that a man is justified by faith without the deeds of the law. But for us also whom it is whom it shall be imputed if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead who was delivered for our offenses and raised again for our justification therefore being justified by faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ Christ is the way to God the way to that peace and it's through faith in what happened on Calvary you say, well, what happened at Calvary? And there's some other things here in chapter 5 we may get to deal with, but let me get, go up, move ahead just for a moment. What did happen at Calvary? In verse number 6, For when we were yet without strength, in other words, we were unable to get ourselves to heaven, we were separated from God, and there was no way of changing our state. In due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die. Yet peradventure for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath, through him. Christ knew who we were. God knew our inability, our lack of strength. God knew we all had sinned. We all had come short of the glory of God. But God loved us so much, and God loved you so much, That while he knew you were a sinner, while he knew he's taking a chance, while he still gives you the opportunity to reject him if you choose, he loved you enough that he died for you. He died in your place that he might justify you, make you just as if you've never sinned before God by his blood if you are willing to put your faith and trust in him. My friend, It is the only way that you can ever be justified by God. It is the only way God has given us that we can get the righteousness of God imputed or applied to our account. You say, how do I know? How can I truly know? It's faith, my friend. But Jesus rose again. Had He not rose again, then we wouldn't be able to believe it. But by him raising again, after he was already dead, he was dead for three days, but then he got up out of that grave, physically, literally got up out of that grave. People want to maybe struggle with that. But we believe in the bodily resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he was the God-man and because he has power. And history itself proves the resurrection It cannot be denied. It cannot be refuted. We are the only religion, if you want to classify us as that, that believes in a risen Savior. We had a risen Savior, not some dead person we're following after. Christ arose proving that he had power all power, and he has enough power, sufficient power, to raise that dead part of you and make it alive before God again. He has the power to justify you before God, so that when God sees you, he sees nothing but the righteousness of Christ, and your sins can be paid for. You can stand justified before God. For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also joy in God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. My friend, Christ loves you. Christ died for you. And Christ offers you a free gift. And if you are willing to put your full faith and trust in him, then and only then, can you stand justified before god you've been listening to the back to the book broadcast with brother jimmy ruckman you can send all correspondence to brother jimmy ruckman 1621 6 mile cemetery road maryville tennessee 37803 or email back to the book broadcast at gmail.com the back to the book broadcast is a ministry of the ridgeview baptist church in walland tennessee you can visit the church website at rbcwalland.org